If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the rap. For the last week of March, you're tuned into the rap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And while it might be the last week of the month and heading into a nice long weekend, technology companies aren't letting up at all. Take everyone's favourite Apple, because while we were hoping to see a smaller iPad made for schools at this week's announcement, what we got instead was a budget iPad made for drawing, scribbling, painting and pencilling. This week, Apple's entry-level iPad, the 9.7-inch iPad Apple merely calls the iPad, found a feature change as Apple added support for its pencil accessory. That means you no longer have to spend close to a grand if you want to use your iPad to scribble with, as the iPad Pro is no longer the only device you have to make the Apple Pencil work. Instead, Apple's $469 iPad 9.7 will work, though you'll still need to spend about a third of that price to get the Pencil, because that still ticks around at $145. Apple has also increased the processing power for the iPad, while also lowering the price when it comes to the educational sector, but that's not by much, around $20 to $30. We're not sure if this will really change anything locally, but we'll wait to see what schools and parents alike think about this in the months to come. And in the months to come, you have faster internet speeds to look forward to, with 5G well and truly on the way. In fact, it's here a little faster than we expected. This week, Telstra used the Gold Coast in Queensland to roll out a test of 5G. And if you happen to be anywhere near where it's happening, you could be a very happy downloader. That's because Telstra has connected up two locations with Wi-Fi hotspots in Southport and on a car driving through the Gold Coast. And if you're in reach, you can download 10 gigabytes of data per day per device through that connection. As far as we know, you don't have to be a Telstra customer to play. You just have to connect to Telstra's 5G test, which will give the connection a good throttling. And with a 3 gigabit connection, Telstra is making a good 375 megabytes per second available for Queenslanders to share. It's the first place Australia has to test the 5G connections that will be arriving properly next year, and we'll let you know when the rest of Australia will get to test them as well. When that happens, 5G will make short work of internet video, and by then, more TVs will likely be connected to the web. And even if you don't have a smart TV, Vodafone chimed in this week with a way of making your old TV a little smarter, and your new TV, well, maybe smarter again. If you're not happy with the smart TV on your TV right now, or you don't happen to have one, Vodafone TV could be the way to go. The small Android TV-powered box delivering not just Android, but Google Assistant, meaning apps and support for the on-screen assistant you can talk to already available on your phones, on tablets, on Google Home speakers, and now your TV. Vodafone TV is a small device and even supports both 4K resolution and a simple tuner, meaning you won't lose out on classic antenna TV if you don't want to, and it won't be all that expensive either, for a price of $120 outright in Vodafone stores shortly. You might want that technology directly built into your TV though, and if that's you, Kogan has a couple of Android TVs on the way as well. Kogan's calling them smarter TVs, a name we're not sure about since Android TV isn't that dramatically new to TVs. You can find it in Sony's TVs from last year, for instance, and those were very, very good. But Kogan is hoping to draw people over to budget 4K screens with Android in a couple of months. And that timing gels well for quite a few things, really, including a couple of new phones which could be on their way to Australia very soon. 
This week, Huawei launched its latest phones built around the camera, a concept that is beginning to really make a dent on the compact and even some of the mirrorless options out there as well. How often do you take your actual camera out of the cupboard these days? You've got your smartphone to thank for that, and this week's announcement is probably going to make that a little bit worse. Huawei's latest editions were unveiled in Paris, France, and we were there for the event, taking a look at the P20, the P20 Pro, and Huawei and Porsche's Mate RS. And while there were three phones talked about, the real attention was on the middle star, Huawei's flagship P20 Pro, a phone sporting three cameras and one of the most advanced sets in the world, with a 40 megapixel color, a 20 megapixel black and white, and an 8 megapixel telephoto camera, along with some smarts all on the back, and it makes for some really impressive technology. While it's clearly a 6.1 inch phone, that massive camera on the back sports a bracketing mode for night photography, stacking images on top of each other for a proper night image you can be proud of, and not one shrouded in in darkness or blur, and it's helped by one of the largest low-light sensitivity ratings of any phone we've ever seen. Our initial preview can be seen with full-res images at the picker.com.au site, as well as our write-up, which also includes the other two phones. But for now, that's all the time we have. You can find more of us online through Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, TuneIn, and more, and we'll be back next week for more in the world of technology. Until then, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care.